This is Dave LaGreca of Busted Open, and I know two extremely passionate fans about AEW, Paul Zartman and Tanner Lee. That's right, Paul and Tanner. I love what they bring to the table on the Kicking Out Podcast. That's right, the Kicking Out Podcast with Tanner Lee and Paul Zartman. Are you listening to me? If you want the latest on AEW and you're an AEW fan and you want to get the scoop, you listen to Paul and Tanner right now on all podcast forums. I'm talking, you go to the podcast store, you lay down your money, and you buy the Kicking Out podcast. You do it now. If you love AEW, you'll love Tanner and Paul. It is Thursday night, November 11th, 2021, and you're listening to a brand new episode of the Kicking Out Podcast. I'm Tanner Lee, along with my co-host, Paul Zartman. Happy Veterans Day, everybody out there. Thank you for everybody who has served in the military at one point and who's also currently serving. If it wasn't for you all, we would not have the privilege to even do this podcast. Paul, how are you doing tonight? I am tired. (laughs) I'm sure you are. It was uh, about one o'clock when I got to about quarter till one when I got to bed. I woke up at a quarter till two and thought I overslept for work. And then it was like every 20 minutes after that, I just kept waking up. And for everybody who's listening or watching that might not know what we're talking about. Paul and I were lucky enough to be live in attendance last night, AEW Dynamite, which was live in Indianapolis, Indiana at the Farmers Coliseum down there in Indianapolis. Uh, second time we've been able to go to that. Uh, the last time was in 2019, also in November. Uh, fun show last night, Paul. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I enjoyed the more of the uh, commercial break stuff, like we were talking about, than I did the show. But that was just because it's a different feel than it was two years ago. Yeah, the companies. I mean, just in such a. Of course, you're going to be in a better spot when you're two years older as a company, but. Uh, so many more talents have signed with the company. You know, they uh, have, have so much more experience as a company. Um, but, yeah, I thought the matches were good last night, too. It was a good go-home show. Yes, yes. And if you haven't been on social media, uh, there was a special post-Dynamite segment um, for a gentleman who found out that he was cancer-free yesterday. Yes, so his name was Joe. Yeah, I do not remember the last name, Cody tried really really hard to uh get it correct so props to cody but congratulations joe one and oh in AEW at that yep cody did the job last night yeah, so that was did. really cool after the show and, and and if you follow us on social media i'm working on uh putting the videos up on our facebook and it'll be on our youtube hopefully tonight if not tonight tomorrow so paul did a good job recording some of that so you'll you'll see some of those after dynamite uh videos and and paul did a good job taking about 150 photos um i think i I submitted to you yeah i think i uploaded like 140 so uh those are on our facebook page go check those out of course they're not on instagram or twitter uh due to uh due to not having the option the ability to put more 
four on Twitter or ten, yeah. I believe, on, on Instagram or whatever, maybe. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, fun show last night. Um, I, of course, uh, we can go a little bit here. Uh, show open last night with uh, Brian Danielson against the American Dragon. Brian Danielson against Ricky Romero. Uh, fun match, long match, it was. As, as expected. Uh, in the end, uh, Brian got Ricky to tap out. Yeah. In yeah. a tequila sunrise. Is that what they're calling that? Yes. Okay. So I wasn't sure. Uh, I know he, he still uses some of the similar move sets to what he had prior, and I just I didn't know what the names were now. Sometimes they change them. Sometimes they're like, yeah, you can keep it. Sure. Sure. So, uh, yeah, it's a fun match. Um, you know, uh, Rocky Romero has been a guy that's been all over the world. Yes. Wrestling. And did you see or did you read where Wayne Cassidy and the best friends accepted the invitation to join chaos? I did not. Yep. Ah, okay. So okay. new faction there formed. Yeah. Yep. Um, after that, uh, we saw uh, Tony Schiavone in mm-hmm. the ring. hyped up uh, the Minneapolis street fight between the inner circle and America top team. Inner circle starting to come out. The crowd's feeling it. Seen in Judas get interrupted when American top team jumps the inner circle, pretty much beats the crap out of them, puts uh, Jericho through a table. Then Lambert put Jericho in the walls of Jericho. Scorpio Sky grabbed the microphone and uh, Jericho's arms and made him tap out. Ethan Page then grabbed the microphone and says America top team is the most powerful team in AEW. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. That, that I, angle came off to me weird live in person. I have not watched yeah, it back on TV. I have not either. Uh, I know there were a couple of uh, promos for upcoming matches throughout the night that were on Dynamite that we didn't see uh, live. So I want to go back and rewatch some of those. But I don't know. I, th- I think it's because of where we were sitting. I think if we might have been centered more with the ring, it might have looked a little bit better. But I just I cannot get behind American top team. Yeah, I, I got my thoughts on them coming up in our predictions for full gear. Uh, towards the end of the show, so I don't want to ruin anything right now. Yeah. But uh, it's mostly the same thing Lambert's done at other stops he's been at in the past. Comes in, plays a heel character for a little bit, then leaves. Yeah. So, uh, crowd definitely hated Dan Lambert last night. I was just I was just bummed that didn't get seen, seen Judas. Every other place gets the same one. Well, we got to sing a little bit of it. Just a tad. I mean, about 30 seconds of it. Yeah, about the <laughs> shortest anybody's ever saying it at a venue yeah but it was awesome hearing what little bit it was actually live and not through a tv screen but that's what i was looking forward to when the music stops and everybody continues that's what i was looking forward to and it didn't happen that was well disappointing yeah i know and uh at one point sammy got thrown into the steps uh caught that part from my angle um santana got thrown into steps oh was it santana Mm -hmm. it looked like sammy from my angle i see yeah santana yeah Okay. Yeah, the Although, other four members got taken out early. Yeah. I uh I did have a little bit of a chuckle um when the refs came down to help Inner Circle out of the ring. Aubrey was the one who grabbed Sammy. <laughs> it just watching Sammy's vlog and knowing how good their friendship is, it just made me chuckle. It was like, see, even in, you know, on TV, she's picking Sammy up off the ground. Yep. Helping drag his ratings up. Yep. After that, we uh, saw a six-woman tag match. Uh, Dr. Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, and Rebel against Tay Conte, Anna Jay, and Thunder Rosa. 
fun match here. Um, I really enjoyed the spot of Thunder Rosa going off off the top rope and onto Jamie Hader on the outside. In the end, um, we got Tay Conte hit Rebel with DDT and pin Rebel to get the win. Thunder or Britt Baker thought about getting into the ring to break up the pin, but chose not to. So yeah, the three women celebrated. Yeah, fun match there. It was. It was a fun match. It was nice seeing. Um, I know they planned it, but it was kind of nice seeing all three, uh, Ty, Anna, and Thunder Rosa all in pink kind of matching, yes. even though they had slightly different attire on. Yes, and it was nice. Of course, you keep Ty Conte and, and Brett Baker's rivalry going into Saturday. And then also Jamie Hayter and Thunder Rosa, who are going to be against each other in the TBS um, tournament coming up. So. Yeah, and... um in those pictures somewhere on Facebook that we uploaded is a picture of Thunder Rosa mid jump. Yeah, that was, that was an awesome one of the spots of the night, in my opinion. Yes. We then got, um, Anna Jay's boyfriend, jungle boy against Anthony Bowens, who alongside him was Max Castor, who had a f- fun rap before, yes, he uh, did. at jungle boy a little bit. This match went on a lot longer than I thought it was going to. I figured this was probably going to be a two or three minute match and it was going to be over. And Jungle Boy got the win. Yes, he did. He made uh, Bowens uh, tap out with the snare trap. After the match, Bobby Fish runs down and attacks Jungle Boy. Finally, Jungle Boy gets saved by Christian Cage and um, Luchasaurus, which I was surprised Luchasaurus didn't accompany him to the ringside anyways. Right. Kind of made me feel like something was up. Right. Um, that's one of those, if they're not together, something's going to happen at some point. Right. I leaned over to my girlfriend who went to the show with me. And I was like, that was interesting, this Bobby Fish angle. I was like, that doesn't make a lot of sense. But I said, maybe the super click maybe sent him down there. That's the only thing I could think of. Come to find out a little later, that was the case. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, interesting to see. Uh, I like the stabs at the Undisputed Era in that little promo. Yeah, it was backstage. We saw Super Click Adam Cole and Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks. Uh, Adam Cole tells Bobby Fish that he will wrestle Jungle Boy at Rampage this week. The Young Bucks welcome Bobby Fish to AEW and say he's new around here. Matt Jackson tells Bobby Fish that there's no dispute. Yeah, like you said, a little, uh, little, little, little shots there. So, yeah. um, just interesting. I, I liked how it all tied together. This is the Super Click era, not disputed. Yep. <laughs> we then got a match that was not advertised ahead of time. Wheeler Yuta oh. versus Wardlow. This was a squash match. Wardlow hit six power bombs. I know. For but a hey, quick victory. The original Best Friends music was back, and that was the most exciting part. I, I think they always play that for Wheeler, I think. Oh, okay. I, I don't, think. He's normally down on dark or dark elevation, right. so I don't catch his stuff, but it was nice hearing that when that hit i got a little too excited yeah i just was excited seeing award though i'm ready for him to be a face he's gonna be a huge star when they're ready well the crowd was definitely behind Wardlow last night it was fun it was just fun to watch him put on a power show oh absolutely after the match we saw chuck taylor and orange cassidy checking on wheeler Utah. however um um both of them got attacked by the hardy family office now hardy had a steel chair around the neck of orange cassidy and hit him with a twist of fate yeah, I was wondering the way that there was pauses in between everything. It was like, okay, is Trent returning tonight? And nobody told us. 
Um, but that wasn't the case. But I mean, just the way that there were pauses and little segments throughout that segment just made it feel like something else was going to happen. Well, they showed Matt Hardy on TV in the crowd, giving Cassie a thumbs up at one point. So I'm like, okay, that's two weeks in a row. Hardy's going to do something. That's Matt Hardy gets in these rivalries that just last for months. Yeah. Sometimes they get a little too pointless, mm-hmm. but uh, I, it's just kind of who Matt is. Interesting to see the blade in Isaiah Cassidy. Yeah. And Matt, no Mark Quinn, no butcher. Yeah. Butcher came back and butcher disappeared quick, just as quick. Mm-hmm. It seems. Then we got a really fun match. Matt Seidel and Lee Moriarty, newly signed Lee Moriarty to AEW against Dante Martin and Leo Rush, making his uh, Dynamite debut. Boy, was this was this fun. A lot of flips, a lot of high-flying action. Leo Rush showing off his speed. Um, in the end, Dante Martin hit Lee Moriarty with his finisher and pinned Lee for the win. So a yeah. uh, big win for Dante and Leo, who did go out of the face tunnel. Yes, and... Um, Interesting tidbit. At first, when I saw Lee Moriarty coming out, I almost thought he had a goat mask on until I saw the image behind him and realized, oh, it's not. (laughs) But just the way from our angle, the way everything looked, I was like, okay, is this kind of a reference to another person that they want in AEW? According to Tony Khan, they don't want him, but... Yeah, okay. The <laughs> fans see. do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Tony today, I was assuming you're talking you're talking Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Yeah, Tony said today unless he's lying that he hasn't talked to Wyndham in a long long time. Yeah. Well, uh with that being said, Wyndham did just land his first uh movie role. So right. he's congratulations to him. Filming something right now, so yeah. I'm sure he'll have wrestling opportunities if he wants to in the future, but yeah, he'll probably do like Punk, take some time off, do some yeah. movies, and then come back. Yep, we will see with that. But uh, I'm taking Tony for his word for it. Of course, he could be fitting oh, yeah. for a big surprise, maybe yeah. potentially this weekend. Who knows? Got to think somebody's going to make a debut at Full Gear. They like to save those yeah. for pay-per-views. Yeah. We then got the last match of the night. That was Dax Harwood with Tully Blanchard by his side against Pac. This was another fun, hard-hitting match. These guys were laying it in to each other. Yes. Yes. I mean, this was nonstop. I wasn't sure how this match was going to come out, honestly. I thought Pac would get the win. I mean, Dax is more of a tag team wrestler than he is a singles opponent, but he held his own. I mean, he had a few big brain busters. Um, I was disappointed we never saw the um, Falcon Arrow. From Pac, I was really excited. I he know. stood up a few times for it, but never could get it. In the end, he made Dax tap out with the brutalizer. Dax had the athletic tape on his shoulder, so selling that shoulder injury. Mm-hmm. And after the match was over, we saw Cash Wheeler run down to the arena and attack Pack. Then the lights go out, and they turn back on. Andrade El Idolo and your boy Malachi Black were in the ring. They started attacking Pack. The Lucha Bros come down. Uh, Cody Rhodes comes out from the uh, stands and uh, they make the save all begin the brawl leading to which you and I kind of thought it was going in that direction. Cody and Pac versus Malachi and Andrade Saturday at full gear. Yeah, it's a good way to get Cody back on the card. He said he's missed too many pay-per-views. He doesn't want to miss anymore, but this is a way to do it without putting him in a singles match or 
in a match for the TNT championship or something like that. This is a nice little way where it's not focused on Cody, but Cody's still on the card. According to Meltzer, the Cody Rhodes plans changed a few weeks ago. Mm. It was supposed to be a fatal four-way match between all four of these guys and direction changed into a tag match. Okay. All right. So I don't know what stipulation there was going to be from the outcome of a fatal four. So if you just have a fatal four way without like a number one contender or anything on it, that's a little strange, but yeah. Yeah. But, uh, cheers for Cody last night. Yes. In Indy. So Indy is Cody country. Apparently. I think that promo a few weeks ago really helped him with a lot of AW fans. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So that should be a fun one. And Paul, why don't you, uh, Tell everybody a little bit about your Malachi interview. I know it is up on our channel, um, whether you watch our stuff on Facebook or follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, uh, listen wherever you listen to podcasts. It's up wherever you want it on ours, but uh, you got some pretty good publicity from that. Yeah, I uh, was not expecting it. You actually uh, caught me in the middle of the trading post for my actual day job, and <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. So I'm like trying to carry that on. I see your text and I click on the story and I'm like, okay, this is cool. Malachi kind of said something about that. Clicked on the story. I'm scrolling through and I see giant FM real radio started out with fightful covering uh, the interview that I did with Malachi black, which if you have listened to the interview, you, you know, he's talked about some possible character changes and uh, that has seemed to spark a lot of interest around malachi black now um but yeah fightful covered it off the bat and then just throughout the day and even into yesterday i was still seeing new stories popping up about it um so yeah people are really really interested in what's going on with malachi black and i was excited to be the one who interviewed him as he made those announcements about you know possible additions to the house of black um it's not a house until people are living in it as he said um possible changes to his character really was excited to find out where he got the idea for malachi black mm-hmm. uh it's a, a celtic god i cannot pronounce the god's name i apologize i'm not even going to try it uh, i've looked at it several times can't pronounce it but uh he said it's kind of based off of that kind of based off of his family heritage and of course, you know, lots of cool stuff with the character, but it was a great interview. I only had seven questions and it turned out to be a lot longer interview than I expected because he gave long winded answers, which is great. Uh, if you've listened to the Young Bucks or Cody Rhodes interview that I did two years ago ahead of Dynamite, I kind of had to pry a little bit more on those guys. But Malachi, I was like, you know, where'd you get the idea for this character? Four minutes later, I got to ask another question. Right, yeah, he made it easy on you. Yes, he did. So, but uh, good job, Paul. Happy Thank for you. you that you got the interview. You did a very good job, and hopefully uh, many more opportunities like that come your way. Uh, I'm hoping. I've got uh, emails sent out. Uh, Going to reach out to the gentleman again about uh, uh, in, a little Hoosier girl who had a big reaction last night. Ruby. Yes. Not Rudy. Ruby. No. <laughs> yes. And, of course, uh, interesting when fans misunderstand what you're saying when you say Ruby Soho. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Yep. 
And then we got to the main event of the show last night, which was Tony Giovanni in the ring for the AW World Title contract signing between champion Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page. Uh, it was neat. They showed on Jumbotron, the Dark Order, and uh, the Elite leaving the arena because Tony Khan banned both groups from being ringside for the signing. Because I, I knew, you knew some shenanigans were going to happen. Uh, I mean, you know, oh, yeah. somebody's going to go through a table or the table's going to get flipped or something. And and I figured the Elite, we were going to get an appearance until he made that announcement. Yeah. So, um, yeah, which was weird because we didn't have that announcement uh, when it popped up on the Jumbotron in the arena. So commentary might have said something about it prior but from our angle it was just this video the elites leaving they're picking on cutler the dark orders walking out and i'm like okay what's this all about and then we got the announcement from shivani pretty standard contract signing a lot of uh jabs at each other a lot of trash talk um and then uh kenny wants to shake hangman's hand before they uh, duke it out saturday so you know something was up but Kenny gets, or uh, Heyman gets up, shakes Kenny's hand, but then turns around and gets clocked by a camera guy who ends up being Don Callis, which Creepy was interesting. Uncle I was just thinking the other day, we haven't seen Callis on TV for about three or four weeks. Uh, it's been longer than that. Has it? Yeah, because uh, he disappeared shortly after the story broke about him not having much to do with Impact anymore, or being released from Impact or whatever it was. Yeah, because uh, we haven't seen the uh, the Good Brothers, which nope. I think that's more of the relationship between Impact and AEW kind of being broken. But, uh, yep, Callus yeah. hits uh, Hangman with the camera, busts him open. And I did like this part. Kenny signs the signature with Hangman's blood. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Signed in blood. It's a done deal. Hopefully, if people weren't uh, bought into that story going into Saturday, they are now. Yeah, and uh, of course, uh, Hangman with uh, some cowboy shirts, mm-hmm. as uh, people were saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, bringing up Kenny's previous tag partner before him. So it was kind of a nice little throwback if you followed Kenny's legacy. I still think we got to get that eventually. Abushi coming over here eventually. More and more references to it. I know. That's not by mistake. And uh, the New Japan Pro Wrestling Champion, I don't know which one, challenged Punk to a match. Will Ospreay? Uh, no. No. Another one. Uh, claims he's the best in the world, so he said that he wants to prove it against Punk. I saw um, Kenta called out Punk. There we go, Kenta. Well, they use the same finisher. Yeah. And Kenta's been in AEW a little bit, so mm-hmm. earlier this year. So we'll see. We'll see where all that goes. But uh, overall, grade for the show. It's different being there than on TV. I <laughs> it know, is. And as I was telling my girlfriend last night, I think some segments come off better live and some others come off better on TV. Yeah. Yeah. There are those that are better because they're positioned for the right. camera. So if you're not sitting on the camera side, you don't get the best view. Like for me, the whole Inner Circle America Top Team, I'm sure I'll enjoy watching that on TV more than I did in person. Yeah. yeah but I enjoyed I wanted- the brawl. With uh, Cody, the Lucha Bros, Malachi, Andrade, FTR better in person than I probably will on TV. Yeah. Yeah, because here's the thing. I was taking pictures of Black when Cody appeared, so I had no clue where he came from at all. He came running out of the stands. I saw him, like, the last five rows when he was running. Man. 
Maybe that's why I watched the camera guys walk past me. Yeah. <laughs> that was the fun part. I got to watch all the camera guys move past. And... Well, well, and, and when Malachi pretty much told you the other day he was going to be in Indianapolis, I'm like, he's got to oh, show yeah. up eventually. And in this match, being a, a member of FTR and a pack, I'm like, it's got to be after this match. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was waiting for the lights to go off. Mm-hmm. I figured it'd be either after or during the match at some point. Um, or Andrade would come out to attack Pack, and then that would lead to Black mm-hmm. coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but overall, great. Man, I'm going to give it an eight. Eight? Okay. I'll go seven and a half. Okay. All right. Um, like I said, there. I had the perfect angle at all the equipment. So like I knew when we were getting ready to go to a commercial break post match or whatever. So watching Justin Roberts do the stuff he's done or did last night just made me enjoy it so much more. Mm-hmm. Well, so, he's a pro's pro. It's yeah. And, a of long course, time. and of course, Justin Roberts invited everybody in Indianapolis to go to every single dynamite going forward. Yes, but I did. don't think he's going to pay for our tickets. I don't think so either. Uh, Got to think they'll probably be back. I would think next year. Um, yeah. It'll be interesting to see if it's November again. If so, then that's just going to become a re- recurring thing. Uh, yeah, that's going to be a, hey, I need to start saving as much money as possible for November because I want to get front row eventually. I, I keep thinking maybe it's time for them to run the bigger venue, Game Bridge, Fieldhouse, where the Pacers play. But the more I think about it, WWE runs shows there. So I don't know. I don't know if AW and WWE can run shows at the same venues. I'm not sure how all that works. Speaking of, they'll be in Indy next Monday. Right, right. And, they, <laughs> and that's kind of what made me say that. I'm not sure if, if that's a thing or not, if they don't run in the same arenas. Yeah. I know AEW likes to run in small arenas, but like Full Gear this Saturday, they're running at the Target Center where the Minnesota Timberwolves play. That's not a small arena. That's a big no. arena. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. It would be nice to start running some bigger arenas. But if you can't, you can get close I, to selling out a small arena like this. So. Yeah. And it was pretty sold pretty out full. it was pretty yeah. full and of course um when i went to look at tickets i ended up getting a press pass through uh the radio station which is how i got the black interview but um when i went to was able to finally get in and buy tickets there were none available you yeah you had to you have to like get in right when they go on sale or yeah. you can't get any unless you want to pay a ton on the secondary market right and i know um couple guys I was standing with in line said they bought two tickets Monday or Tuesday for the show Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were floor seats available as of yesterday morning. So I don't know if tickets can be returned if you can't make it to the show after all or how that all works. But so some tickets did become available. But again, it seemed like it was a sold out show. So nobody went for those extra tickets i think right right i think last i checked on um oh uh, there's a ticket twitter i follow wrestle ticks wrestle ticks at wrestle ticks if you don't follow them on twitter do so they do a great job of of uh, keeping track how many tickets are available all that two days ago there was like 800 tickets remaining or something like that so i don't know what the final count was i don't either who was your wrestler of the night last night you know, oh, actually, I do follow them. I just went to look. <laughs> I do follow them on Twitter. Who knew? Um, man, I had it. Now I forget who it was. Um, oh, it's a tag team. I'm going with uh, Leo Rush and Dante Martin. Leo Rush's birthday's today. Yeah, happy, happy birthday, birthday, Leo. Yeah, I was going to go Leo Rush, 
just individually, but since you did that, I will flip gears. Um, <laughs> well, while you think, I'll explain why okay. I went with those two. We've watched Dante and Leo work together in promos for weeks on Dynamite, and Dante always seemed a little standoffish, mm-hmm. like he wasn't really into this, but they had great chemistry last night once they got into that ring. I mean, they had very similar gear, of course, each similar to themselves, but um, they just they worked really well together, and I enjoyed everything they did together. Uh, Leo calling out for Dante to hit his big move off the top rope, to, which won him the match, was great. I think I'm going to go with Brian Danielson. Okay. Good win over Rocky Romero. Um, I think right now Brian's the wrestler of the year. <laughs> I mean, I was. I agree. You know, I was explaining to my girlfriend last night. This is a guy who wrestled in the main event in a triple threat match in WrestleMania back yeah. in April, and now he's having great matches every week mm-hmm. on AEW television. It's just insane. Man, it's insane. That, that chant was loud last night for him. Oh yes, yes. Uh, he got the probably the second biggest. CM Punk got the biggest of the night, but that was after oh, AEW went off the air. So. Yeah, but for actual television time, it's got to go to Danielson. Yep, Danielson. Jungle Boy got a loud one. Yeah. Jericho got a loud one. A lot of woos, yeses, and Judas's. This is awesome chance. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Holy shit chance. (laughs) I think this is awesome broke out like twice every match Mm -hmm. almost. Mm Mm-hmm. So. I was hearing some fight forever from the pack and Dax, and I'm like, it seems like yeah. it is going to fight. They are going to fight forever. Uh, heard a few kick his <clears throat> head in during uh, Brian yep. Danielson's match. Yep. Yep. Um, from the back of the arena. <laughs> yep. Heard some so. of those too around me. So fun, yep. fun show. If you've never been to an AW show, whether it's Dynamite, Rampage, or Pay Per View, and there's one close to you in your area, I suggest going. They're really oh, absolutely. Fun. Absolutely. It was a blast. Um, like I said, two years ago was great. I didn't think anything was going to beat that, but this one definitely did. It did. It did for sure. So. All right, Paul. It's time for the meat of the show. Full gear is coming up Saturday. Big pay-per-view. The fourth of the year for 2021. AW runs four pay-per-views a year, like everybody knows. Revolution. Double or nothing. All out. Full gear. Full gear. So here we are, Target Center. I'm putting this bad boy on the line. I'm going to wear it just so. And I gotta it's get there the, today, but it's going to be here next Wednesday. Got to get in the mood for my predictions here. Oh. All right, Kenny. Let's do this. All right. Prediction time. Let's do it. Starting with the pre-show match that I did not know was even announced till today. <laughs> uh, Nyla Rose and Jamie Hayter versus Hikaru Shida and Thunder Rosa. This was easy for me. I went Hikaru Shida and Thunder Rosa, hands down. Yes, I picked Thunder Rosa and Shida as well. How many points did you put on it? We have 10 points available. Oh, oh, oh we're putting point. Oh, man, now I got to redo all this because I didn't realize we were going to put points on the pre-show so i've got to do that real quick yeah yeah um i'll let you take your time yeah because i gotta like redo all of my predictions now because 
that makes things a little bit more interesting. Yeah, because I think I think these two women are going to be victorious over their opponents in the TBS tournament. So that's why I'm going with them. Uh, and I think agreed. I think um, just the star. I mean, I mean, I know Nyla Rose is a former AW Women's Champion, but so Sheeta in Thunder Rosa. She we didn't even talk about the women's pops last night. Of course, Britt got a huge pop, but Thunder Rosa got a huge pop as well. Yes, she um, did. So I think, uh, you know, fans really, really um, appreciate what she brings to the table. So I will let you know, I'm going with Thunder Rosa and Akira Shida for five confident points. <laughs> I literally just wrote a five right next to that. So All right. I'm Starting right there off with good. you on that Starting one. off good for me retaining my title. Now. <laughs> next up, uh, Pack and Cody Rhodes versus Malachi Black and Andrade El Idolo. A surprise uh, addition to the show that we uh, weren't going to get before yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, give me a second here to uh, redo my confidence points because you threw me off now. Oh, see, hey, this is what champions do. Yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. that's why I'm uh-huh. the champ. I'm prepared and I'm ready to go. You know what? I'm going to stick with the original grade for that one and uh, or confidence points for that one and the the winners for that. Uh, I'm going Black and Andrade for four. I got Black and Andrade as well, but only for two. Okay. Only for two. I'm not because I'm like, they got to keep in. These are two strong heels. You got to keep building your heels in your company. But Cody hadn't won a, well, he did win match number three against Malachi. But besides that, he hadn't won a big match in a while. And Cody Rhodes is 0 for 2 in full gear matches. Dropped the TNT title belt last year, full gear. Darby Allen, year before, lost the uh, AW World Championship match to Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. So is this the pay-per-view? Cody just can't get over the hump. Uh, yeah. Next, we got the Minnesota Street Fight. The Inner uh-huh. Circle versus the Men of the Year and America Top Team. You know, originally I had already picked my winner for this as being American top team until last night. Uh, I think the fact that Jericho was forced to tap out, he didn't actually tap out himself by his own move. And then Daniel Lambert calling it a Boston crab, not the walls of Jericho. I think that's going to light a fire under him. So I went with inner circle, but I only went for three points. Going inner circle for nine. Ooh. I think it's just written on the Ooh. wall, especially with the angle last night. I think it's too uh too apparent the inner circle is going over and then Lambert and America top team are going bye bye. Yeah, well, good. They, they've Keep got a lot here, obviously, but the rest of them can leave. They've got a lot they got a length out of this. I mean, they uh, you know, fought at Arthur Ashe, mm-hmm. other venues. It's it's time to put a put a wrap on it. Of course, I think people would be okay with Paige Van Zant coming on to A. Oh, I would. But the rest of them can leave. Yeah. <laughs> well, Junior DeSantos, um, he looked good in that match at Arthur Ashe at Grand Slam. So, um, anxious to see what he does. Orlowski, I don't know. Never really seen him wrestle before. So, you just see what Most those guys, guys bring, bring to the table on, on Saturday. And you know Lambert's taking the pen. Oh, Yeah. That's, yeah, that's definitely how it ends. There are two ways this is going to go. Jericho's going to eat the pin or Lambert's going to eat the pin. There's no other way. Right. It would make anybody else look weak. Christian Cage in Jurassic Express versus Super Click. Mm-hmm. 
Super click. Two points. I've super click for eight. Okay. A little bit more confident in them, huh? Yeah, I just don't think there's any way they lose this match. Doesn't make a lot of sense to me to have them lose this match. I mean, keep building no. Adam Cole up, keep building mm-hmm. the Bucks up. Um, and that's the thing, Jericho or Jericho, Jurassic Express and Cage, they can all eat losses at this point and it won't hurt their career. Adam Cole's too new. It would right. hurt his career. I mean, they've got the one loss against the Dark Order, but that's beyond the point. He didn't take the pin for that. And here's my other prediction. Christian Cage turns heel. Ooh. Think he'll turn on the Jurassic Express. Yep. Or yeah. who will it be on? On Jungle Boy. Okay. So we get a Christian Jungle Boy feud. Okay. I'm all for that, honestly. Yep. I think Christian needs his character needs freshened up a little bit. Yeah, and this can all stem back to, you know, um Jungle Boy beat Christian when Christian wanted gold. Um and then Jungle Boy screwed it up, so that could be sitting in the back of Christian's mm-hmm. mind like I gave you an opportunity, you screwed it up. Screw you. This next match should be a fun one. Darby Allen versus MJF. MJF for nine. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Whoa. I have MJF for one. I'm riding and dying by MJF. Why? Why? This is what screwed me in the first place, but I did it again anyway, and I'm yeah. probably going to screw myself. But MJF's undefeated. Yeah. Do you have Darby be the first person to get that win over him? Well, if there's anybody to get that win, Darby's a good one, but Darby can eat. Darby doesn't necessarily need wins. His character can afford else. But here's why I put one point on it. I think, and maybe it's not yet, the Wardlow turn's coming. Mm-hmm. Maybe another seed's planted here. Could the seed be Wardlow accidentally cost MJF the match? Ooh. I'm I'm riding by and riding or dying by it somehow. Yep. Yep. Once again, I'm riding or dying uh, on my championship by MJF. So if he screws me two in a row. I will never pick MJF again, even if he is a guarantee. There's no way he's losing this match because it's a squash match. I'm still picking the opponent. This should be a good one for the tag team titles: the Lucha Bros against FTR. I have battled with confidence points on this all day. It has been back and forth between whether I went with the Lucha Bros or FTR. It went from 10 to now, which it is at one. And I went with the bros. We're, we're not disagreeing on uh, results of these matches. I went <laughs> for the Lucha Bros. I went for four points. Okay. I think this two years in a row, FTR loses tag team title match at full gear. Yeah. I just don't, I, I mean, I. They've I mean, got triple A. Why do they need AEW? Right. And, and I think the Lucha Bros hold the tag team titles until 2022. Then somebody gets yeah. it from them. Yeah. And I think it'll be a younger team. Yep. No offense against FDR. They're still fairly young guys, but I think it'll be an up and coming team of some sort. The women's. World Championship match, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD versus Tay Conte. I went Britt Baker. I did, too. For 10. I did, too. There's no way Britt's losing this match. No. This was the easiest one by far to yep. pick. Uh, Tay Conte is great. 
oh, great challenger, but I don't Not know. I feel yet. like could have got Thunder Rosa or even in a J, somebody a little more um, ready for the moment. But see, here's my thought process: Thunder Rosa ends up winning the TBS championship, and then we're gonna get Thunder versus Brit, and we're gonna get our first ever two belt champion in Thunder Rosa. That'd be pretty cool. I'm so. still sticking with either Jade or Ruby winning the TBS. Mm, you know, I want to. I want to, but I don't know. Just It, it feels like Thunder Rosa's time. Yep. But and I would it, love to see it on Ruby. I mean, it's it's a great problem to have in AEW yeah. Women's Division. A lot of good candidates to take the first ever TBS championship. Uh, a year ago, they couldn't have said that. So Right, exactly. A year ago, they weren't even sure what they were going to do with the women's division. They had an inky dinky little rinky belt. Right. Look at it now. A match I'm really looking forward to a match that just got signed last Friday on rampage with the promo of the year between CM Punk and Eddie Kingston. And then CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston. (laughs) Well, I'd hope it was CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston. I I hope you didn't win. I thought with the promo of the year. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Most perfect segue there. (laughs) Punk for eight. I have Punk for six. Um, I kind of hope Eddie wins. I think that'd be great if because Punk's going to lose his first match eventually. In AEW, oh, and I, yeah. I yeah. think Eddie Eddie would be a great guy to loot to for him to lose it too. But who do I realistically think's going to hand Punk his first loss? MJF. Okay, I can. Agree I don't with know that. when, but eventually, I can agree with that. Um, yeah. I think uh, MJF would be the one to hand Punk his first loss. And I want that to be the heel turn for Punk when he loses to MJF. Because Punk claims, I've said since before Punk joined, that I want to see Punk versus MJF, the best in the world, versus I'm better than you and you know it. Mm -hmm. I want Punk to lose to MJF. And I'm a huge Punk mark, so this is, you know, crazy for me to say. I want MJF to grab the mic after the match, stand over him, and go, and now I've proven I'm better than you, and now you know it. Drop the mic, walk out. Punk, just walk backstage and come out heel next time. Yeah, I think we'll eventually get a heel punk eventually. It might be a ways down the road, you know, let all the... As long as we don't get straight up society again. Yeah, get all the happy return out of the system and... And I have it. Are we ever going to get the happy return out of his system? Seven years is a long time, so we might not. Uh, it might I'd be, like to see the guy having fun. Yeah, it might be at least the end of 2022 before we yep. see this. So, The finals for the AW uh, Eliminator Tournament. So the winner of this is the number one contender for the AW World Championship. Brian Danielson against Miro. Brian Danielson for six. He's still too new to eat the loss. And remember, Miro's not supposed to be there. I know he's not. This is supposed to be Mox. You know, if it was, if it was Mox, I was picking Mox over Danielson. Oh, Mox was ready for heel turn. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely, he'd hinted at it every week for the last, you know, three months. So that's that's why I'm taking Miro for three. Ooh, there's what could be the deciding factor in this whole thing, right there. I know he wasn't supposed to be be there, but. Yeah, and and I will I will explain more after this next match, which is the World Heavyweight Championship match, the main event, the story that's been going on for about a year. 
Kenny Omega defending against Hangman Adam Page. Well, I'm hoping the internet's right because I went Hangman for seven. I went with Hainer for seven as well. It's his time. It's his time. It was it was gonna be his time at at all out. And yep. uh him leaving for the birth of his baby pushed things back. It's his time. And I think Miro's the first perfect challenger for him. Okay. And I think when I think of Miro challenging for it, I'm thinking like winter is coming or a big special dynamite. Maybe it's the first one they have on TNT in 2022. I don't look at Miro as a pay-per-view main event challenger for it. I look at him more for a dynamite. And this is just me projecting here. So I think, I think page goes over Miro. Adam Cole, then is Paige's next opponent for okay. the title. Paige goes after over him. Then NJF takes the title off Hangman. Ooh. That's my Ooh. that's my long story prediction there. Then okay. If MJF is eventually gonna have gold, who's gonna beat MJF for the dynamite diamond? Because he'll have to eat a loss to drop that dynamite diamond. Well, it's a battle royal. Yeah. So he doesn't necessarily have to lose. I mean, he will lose by not winning, but he doesn't get pinned. Right. Maybe Warlow gets it. Mm, I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with that. Comes down to like Wardlow, MJF, and one other guy. And MJF being MJF says, Wardlow, throw him out, throw yourself out. MJF turns around, walks to the ropes, and Wardlow throws him out instead. Yep. Something like that. Yeah. I'd be okay with that. That's that's my, you know, I've seen some people suggest, and it would be crazy if AEW did this, Hangman wins next week, Dynamite's in uh, Virginia, where Hangman's from, have uh, MGF take the title from him then. Ooh. And Hangman Ooh. really have it. Mm. Kind of give the fans what they mm. want and take it right away. Mm. But Miro would be the number one contender if he wins, so I don't see that happening. And Exactly. You know, if, if they had Omega win... Then yeah, Brian Danielson makes total sense to have him go over Miro. Well, you know, and I'm starting to second guess myself here. Cause one, I'm gonna take two quotes from my interview with Black here. And they're not exact quotes, cause but he said wrestling is an ever changing business. Mm-hmm. You have plans, they change. Sure. Miro instead of Moxley. But he said it could be me attacking Omega to go for gold. Yeah. So maybe Omega does win this. Maybe you retain because I get too many uh, wrong guesses. It'll be interesting. I mean, we only differed on one match. That was the Brian Danielson and Miro match. Well, yeah, because you're a huge Miro fan. <laughs> I just I just like what they're doing with them right now. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we'll could, see. Because I don't, I don't think the loss. spoiled it could have or is he does he know something we don't know or or is he you know fooling all of us and he said kenny omega thinking wanting us to think kenny's gonna retain when really hangman's it just it the way dynamite went off the air last night in an old school wrestling booking the guy who goes over on the segment the week of loses the title yep so and i know aw likes to swerve us once in a while but there was a lot right. of those moments last night. So, Which is why I said, does Rampage become the new go-home show? Because if that's the case and they do stuff tomorrow night, I forgot it's Thursday already. If I they know. do stuff tomorrow night, 
that indicates more of a go home show, then all of our predictions could be completely wrong. Well, they could, and that's I mean, that's a chance we're always willing to take with doing these a little early, but yeah. And here's the thing I got to say this has been the first pay per view in a while that I struggled to pick. No, it feels good. I, I, I think, yeah. uh, um, all that was really predictable. So it, it was, it was, and it. MJF screwed me. That's all I got to say. Isn't it crazy to think this? Like, I feel like full gear gets looked at as like the the least, I don't want to say least important, but like out of the four, it gets looked down upon the most. And I think it has the most stacked card every single year. Absolutely. So I I don't know. Like, I know everybody wants to talk about what's the WrestleMania of AEW, and you can make a strong case it's double or nothing or all out. But man, all of them hold their own. In, in a way, and I think Full Gear's, uh, I mean, their match card's always really, really good. Yeah, I uh, I agree with you on that. Every Full Gear has been a stacked card. Um, right, I will say, head, can you tell me what the main event of Full Gear was last year? No. Moxley over Eddie Kingston. Really? Yep. Remember when Mox put the barbed wire around his hand? choked out eddie i didn't realize that was full gear yep see you, you can't do 2020 to me i forget 2020 I know, happened it's, it's, i know it's it's we had two title <laughs> changes at full gear last year cody mm-hmm. lost tnt to, to darby and the bucks beat fdr for the for the tag titles yep um, to become heels shortly after yep um yeah man they've been heels that long already ah yeah well you know Kenny's had a title since December. Yeah. And the Bucks won before Kenny did. And the heel the Bucks oh. turned heel January-ish. Late January. Yeah, because yeah, they were reluctant to join yes. the the good brothers and callus, but they did eventually. Right. Because um they won, Kenny won by cheating. Mm-hmm. Uh see, I remember that. Yep. <laughs> Microphone to the forehead. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, they were just kind of hesitant, you know, eh, no, not really. You know, they, went not, <laughs> they went from, eh, you know, we're, we're Christian AF to mm, you mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. like an hour. Yep. So, any final thoughts as we wrap this up? It's going to be a great pay-per-view. Uh, I'm looking forward. I won't be watching it live. Uh, I will be in Warsaw at the CCAC um, as Rip Ryerson. So I know we had some questions a couple weeks ago uh, about Rip Ryerson. And yes, indeed, I am Rip Ryerson. I will be there Saturday night um, doing my thing. So I will be watching back after. So I've got to stay away from Twitter while I'm sitting in the back. Turn the phone off. It will be. Or, it will be. or no notifications or something. I, yeah, I think Twitter's getting uh, no notifications until Sunday, just in case I don't get yeah. to watch it until Sunday. But smart. I'm looking forward to this pay-per-view. I'm looking forward to that belt you've got her on your shoulder coming right here where it belongs. You're going to have to keep dreaming or come after in 2022 because uh, I, mean, I slipped up double or nothing i you know i won the first one at revolution slipped up a double or nothing but I, eh, that's not gonna happen again so i won it back at all out and my, this is my first defense since yeah i know chicken i had two successful defenses you did 
you're more of a fighting champion than me, but uh, I demand yeah. the big bucks. Put the title on the line, and uh, yeah. it's time. It's mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Shades are on. We mean business. Yeah, that's for sure. You got the the long sleeve zip up shirt on, and we mean business. Uh, yeah, We're back in mm-hmm. black. Yeah, until that's on my shoulder next Wednesday. We will see. <laughs> I'm saying. MJF screws me. I will never pick MJF for anything ever again. And I mean yep. that. I don't care if it's some Joe Blow local guy who's coming in and we're for some odd reason making predictions for this. And MJF in action normally indicates it's a local talent. I will pick the local talent. <sighs> I don't well, care. MJF only wrestles about, I think he's only had like five or six matches to date this year. So, yeah. He had too many. Yeah, and he screwed me on one. Go Darby, go kind of. Even though I, I, because I, uh, I only have F for one. So yeah, see if uh, if Darby wins, you're still safe. Yep. I would have Those... to get every other match correct. It'll come down to MJF versus Darby Allen and Brian Danielson versus Miro. It, so who's going to be? It champion. definitely could. Yep, it's going to so, be fun to follow. Looking forward to it. Yep. I'm looking forward to uh, texting you Sunday going, uh, you need to deliver that belt to my address immediately. <laughs> Keep dreaming. Nah, Keep dreaming. We'll it's, pretty, it's pretty comfortable over my uh, left shoulder here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll be on my right shoulder next Wednesday. Don't worry. All right. I'm not I'm not worried one bit. Mm-hmm. Feel pretty good right here. We'll see. So why don't you wrap us up there, Paul? Yeah. Uh, don't forget, follow us on all social media at Kicking Out Pod. Um, listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast at. If it happens to be Apple po- Apple Podcast, I can talk tonight. Uh, <laughs> give us a like, leave us a review. That helps us out. Follow Tanner Lee at Tanner Lee 92 on all social media uh, so that you can uh, congratulate him on losing his title on Sunday or and Saturday. Still, hashtag and still. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Hashtag and new. Follow me at Paul Zartman 921 on all social media. Uh, big shout out to Tony Khan and the guys for putting on a great show last night in Indianapolis. And big shout out to Cody for taking time to take a selfie with me. Yes, so very cool. That man's new, new cover photo he, on your Facebook. Yep, I followed that man's career since he debuted. So uh, it was kind of a special little moment for me last night. Oh, very so. cool. Uh, Join us again next week as we kick out yet another podcast with a new champion. Funny.